Rob to Sarah and friends. Bank Holiday Sunday, 28th of May at the Warehouse Leeds. The biggest Bank Holiday Sunday party with some of the soundest people on earth. Three rooms of classics, house, old school, trance and hard house featuring retro, Ravon and more. Extremely limited tickets available now from Skiddle or more on the door. Rob to Sarah and friends. Bank Holiday Sunday, 28th of May at the Warehouse Leeds. The biggest Bank Holiday Sunday party. Right then, so we're here, we're back again. Um, just to fill everybody in, the reason that we're doing this, um, after the uh, the success, basically, of uh, the first podcast that myself and Mr Tezera did, uh, went to number one on iTunes, had a lot of decent feedback. Uh, we did the event on New Year's Day, 25 Years of Rob, where he did um, an eight-hour set. Everybody loved it, we loved it, so we thought we'd come back with another party, but this time bring along Rob Tezera and his friends. <laughs> so we thought we'd do another podcast and in actually invite Rob Tezera and his friends. Right. So to the right of me, I've got the legend that is Mr Paul Taylor from Retro. Hi there, you're, so, you're sounding really professional so far. <laughs> uh, give, it, give it two minutes, give it two minutes. And then to the left of me, I've got another legend, Mr Ian Bland. How you doing? You all right? Yes, so, uh, and obviously we've got the main man, Mr Bobby uh, T. How you doing, Sam? Looking, you all right? Looking all showbiz there. <laughs> he always does, he always he does, man. <laughs> It's the showbiz himself. Yeah, you, you can't see on the podcast. He's actually wearing a cravat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nothing else. And but a mock cravat. And a monocle. <laughs> and a monocle. He's gone for the U-bank look. So yeah. So basically, this podcast, uh, following on from the the format of the first one, we're just going to talk some shit and talk a bit about the, the history and um, uh, the background of Paul and Ian because they've got an extremely interesting uh, backstory. They've been involved in dance music for a very, very long time. Um, and yeah, basically we're all friends. We're just going to chat some shit and talk about uh, music and the events. So, uh, so yeah, have you got anything you want to add, Rob? <laughs> first of all, just want to say thank you very much to everybody for tuning into the first podcast and also yeah, yeah, for yeah. coming along to the gig. It was absolutely awesome. And yeah, like Sam said, we just thought we'd throw it open and invite some people down who we've worked with over the years who properly rock our boat and rock our world and have influenced us so much over the years and that's why I've asked Paul and Ian to come along in on this and just impart their wisdom on it and do what they do the very best you know and also to answer a few questions that even we don't know the answers to and I, I guess you know the first thing we want to ask just to get us going is Paul Yes, sir. Where have you come from? Uh, <laughs> like, like, you well, know, for, for us, yeah. you know, we pick up the story, or I certainly pick up the story in, say, probably around about 1991, 92, yeah. is where I first become aware of angels okay. and all the great stuff that you've done. But I know that you've probably got a richer history that goes back at least another layer before that, and I'd, lo I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Well, first of all, I came from my mum's womb, <laughs> <laughs> which was in 1957, uh, and uh, she's regretted it ever since. <laughs> but, but no, I, I grew up in Aberdeen, and uh, I was I was kicked out of Aberdeen literally by by the authorities at 14, and uh, I moved to Burnley, good old yeah. Burnley, Lancashire. And it was then that I discovered uh, Northern Soul music yeah. um, in a big way. I was always a, a soul a soul guy. I, 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 I love soul music and R&B, and, &B and, uh, uh, and it was just a, a logical, logical progression to move on to uh, Northern Soul.
I used to go uh, Wigan Casino every Saturday without mm. fail, and it shaped my life. And then uh, I moved into when when the scene died. Uh, was I'm, this sorry to interrupt you? Was, was this as a punter? This as was, a punter. Yeah, as a punter. So, so you just totally go, you went, went along, loved yeah. the music, and then yeah, yeah. And, and 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 it shaped my life and. Uh, I moved into uh, loving jazz, funk, soul, mm. and that type mm. of thing. And uh, 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 around the age of 16, I got uh, offered a job uh, at Angels and Burnley. That's when it first opened, mm. uh, because I was always first in the queue on a Wednesday night, which was funky night. Yeah. And uh, the DJ who was working then got to know me really well, because he, he asked, why are you always first in the queue? <laughs> and I said, because I love the music. And mm. we became friends, and I eventually took his job over. <laughs> <laughs> Great friendship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the back. But he made a few mistakes. that of course I stayed at Angels and I finally uh, bought the place mm. and uh, uh, just as so uh, what year would that have been that you bought it uh, I bought it in 1991 uh, but I've been doing retro nights since 1986 yeah uh, because is that all the retro brand is uh, no, it, it started at 89 but I felt that, uh, that there was five years before that that um, Acid House and early Chicago House mm. uh, was being bypassed by mm. by by the UK because it was only in America. So I was buying imports from Manchester, bringing them back to Burnley and, and playing them in on, on a Saturday night with Roxy and Bowie, yeah. for, for God's yeah. sake. You know. But I think that's how, that, that it's kind of how it was at the very beginning, you know, because I can remember first coming up uh, to, to the North about that time, about 1986, and, and it, it was, you know, it was that kind of eclectic thing that kind of made it, you know, when you yeah. think of like Balearic music, you know, from over yeah. the years, that's very much what it's that's like. That's what it's, it was. It's, it's yeah. this big schmoggers board of all this type yeah. of stuff, and then and then it became that there was more and more stuff went along, you know, when it, you know, originally you'd have like Mel and Kim and bloody um, salt and pepper and yeah, all that yeah, type yeah, of yeah. stuff, and then people want a little bit more of it, and then you chuck in a little bit of uh, S-Express and yes, stuff like yeah, that, yeah. and then people would start thinking, Daddy Kane or yeah, hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, because the hip hop thing was, was a massive yeah, as well, yeah, wasn't it? You know? in, in the mid to late Salt 80s. Salt Salt, yeah. Salt, yeah. Salt, yeah. 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 I went to see them the other week in Leeds. Did you? Yeah. What yeah. was that like? It, it, it was amazing, but the lead singer was poorly. Uh, lead, lead vocalist was poorly, mm. but it, it wasn't the same. But still, like, a, a super cool band. Oh, super cool band. They were awesome, yeah. And they yeah. were awesome, absolutely. Three, that's a magic number. The magic number, number, number. Somewhere in this hip hop soul community was born three Mace W and me, and that's a magic number, number. number. When you first got into all the Northern Soul stuff and all that type of stuff, that was just like you say, as a punter. Then yeah. you started buying a few records, I yes. should imagine. Yeah, seven inch uh, singles. So, so I mean, you know, I've watched that film Northern Soul. Does that actually depict what it's like? It, do, it does, but it, 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 it 
puts a shine on it. Okay. Um, it wasn't. It was dirtier than that. Okay. You right, know, there right. was a, there was a lot. It was pretty dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, the, the dancers were good in it. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they were. They yeah. the dancing really well. Mm. But you know, it was a, a horrible, sweaty place mm. uh, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, and it didn't show all the. It did. For instance. We used to all go down with our, our, our box of seven-inch uh, Northern Soul records, and it didn't show any of the buying and selling and all, and, right, and, and, right, and the fever right. that went on. Oh, with yeah, that. so was yeah. the, there was like almost like a little mini market. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And people used to pay hundreds of pounds in those days for Northern Soul records. Wicked. And, and I honestly believe the house scene. Uh, 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 it perpetuated from there. That, 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 that was a blueprint, wasn't it? Yeah, it that was. was I think yeah, you know, I can sort of, you know, when I when I watch that film, I can draw a lot of parallels to what why we loved it and how how much passion that we had for that music. Absolutely, you know, without, yeah, yeah. Without a shadow, of yeah, so many people have said that they've been inspired or they're insp has come from Northern Soul. You, yes. You, you, you can link it back to pretty much any single modern genre of dance music, yes. I think. Yeah. Obviously, drum and bass is a little bit out there, but you oh, know, yeah. house, house music, yeah. has, you know, far, yeah. far, yeah. far music, that's pretty much yeah. where it's I can't believe for a second as well um, that, 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 that some of the musicians that were involved in that music are not some of the same musicians that ended up working in like Chicago House and yes. Detroit stuff and what have you. Yeah. Because the reason that some of that music was so good right at the very beginning and why we all loved it and we said this in the first podcast, it's the marriage between the machines... And the machine and, music. Yeah, the, the, the machines and the soul, you know, and, yeah. and, and I think that, that that is where, like, Chicago House and, like, Joe Smooth and, yeah. and all of those guys you, and, and Jeff Marshall Jefferson and yeah. all that type of stuff But if you go from. before then, uh, Rob, uh, you had Talon Motown and they were recording yes. off four-channel mixers. Yeah. Mm. Mixers, yeah. you know, and... Uh, and they, that, that they were incredible. unbelievable, weren't they? Yeah. Like, like, they just churned it out. Yeah. They had a, they, they a, a hit-making factory. Yes, more... Motown was the biggest influence on me apart from uh, the Northern Soul scene. Yeah. It really was. I, I was hugely in love with the Motown scene. That's what inspired me to go on to blues, soul, jazz, funk, etc. Yeah. Et yeah. after, after that scene uh, finally finished. You think that I don't feel I, I have to mention one thing at this point. Um, my, my life wouldn't be the same if it wasn't for one radio DJ way back in the 80s called Robbie Vincent. Oh my who was, word. Who, who, who is my God. And if, if, if people can Google Robbie Vincent and listen to some of his soul jazz funk mixes from that era, they will be inspired by that man. Absolutely, yeah. Funny you should say that because I, uh, you know, I, you know, I know we're all old, you know. But the thing is that that, that, I, that I remember Robbie Vincent. He, if you like, he was uh, the forerunner. He was the forerunner. He, he yeah, Without he, a shadow of a doubt, he was yep. the forerunner. And you can actually, um, uh, if you, if you do Google him, if you, if you look on YouTube, you will actually find some of those mixes up there. Mm. There's 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 loads of them up there. Um, and yeah, some of the stuff that that he was bringing through was the stuff that then became popular years later Shalimar and all absolutely. those kind of bands you know uh, all, all of the, all of that that soul scene all yeah, came from yeah. there you know? all the underground like BT Express and uh, and you know all, all the really good underground uh, funk tracks mm. came from him mm. 
recorded shows on cassette on a Saturday and play them all week until the following Saturday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I used to do that with, with I think we mentioned it when mm. the uh, it's weird how like that habit of you doing that mm. even though we're you know like quite a few different years apart now mm. I used to do it with Judge Jules and Pete Tom. Yeah. I used to tape his yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. listen to it all week mm. and then the very next week I'd be sat there with my tape record listening for his next for his next yeah, show yeah. and it's, it's weird our habit that you know we, 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 we had no connection back then we no, didn't no, know each other no, and no, like but it just shows you millions of people millions of people would have done the same thing now, now we Shazam things yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. like a tune with Shazam the voodoo app <laughs> <laughs> the voodoo app well, well, I, I mean I used to tape Stu Allen Stu Allen the Northwest number You were literally do, getting an aerial, setting your alarm at, at half eleven, and then you'd have work next day, and you were literally just ta- yeah, taping yeah, yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. It, you know, getting the biggest cassettes. So you didn't yeah, have to yeah. set your alarm again to yeah. turn the bloody thing over, yeah. and at work, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a passion for way, music, isn't it? Isn't it? it, is, it, it, it is. And also, I have to say at this point, pirate radio stations. What, oh, yeah, what yeah, would yeah. we have done without them? Mm, yeah. Coming to a transmitter near you. Dream FM and Leeds for many years Me and too, I have too. really really fond memories yeah. of, of playing music on Dream FM on a Sunday night One, some of the best years of my life yeah. I could play what I wanted there was no dance floor to worry about you know we used to we used to do shouts for people who were in army prison people who, who had <laughs> who had who had wives and girlfriends outside army prison and I used to get a hundred hundred and fifty uh, letters every week for shouts out yeah. for people inside and, and stuff like that. It was really good. So, you know, pirate radio station stations were very important. Do, do you think pirate radio stations helped, um, you know, the transition from the Northern Soul into house music? Do you think Absolutely. they helped break that genre of music? Yeah, totally. 100% agree. 100% they, agree. They, they, they did in the South as well, you know, because yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. are all from all of this way, but, but, but from, you know, I come from sort of down towards London way and uh, like Green Apple Radio. Yeah. Um, they, that was the station that if you wanted Acid House, that, yeah. that was yeah. the station. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. listener anybody who's listening to the podcast now that is the one thing that is different because it's everything's so accessible in it yes. you know like like you could play a set you could play a set yeah. Sasha could play a set and within minutes like you said Paul Shazam bang yeah. everything's so accessible but mm. back in the day I got the first one in back in the day <laughs> <laughs> it was when it, it, it 
I think people are still as passionate about music, but it, whoa, it was a labour of love, wasn't it? I, yeah, I, yeah, I like that because I, th I, I almost feel that now because it's so accessible, it becomes yeah. it becomes um, yeah, dispensable. Very it easy. does. You're right. You you're almost right, Sam, yeah. you, you yeah. almost by by having that time of the week where you know something's on, you yeah. almost build up a, an almost like a, a a club feel that you're mm. part of something. Mm. Yes. You know, yeah. Right, I'm, I'm going to yeah. be. Oh, you do you listen to it? You yeah. listen to it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. I think it had a chance to be a bit more organic and grow slowly. Yeah. And with that, it matured and it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now it's just bang, bang, bang. They don't care. But you know what, guys? Um, when I used to listen to Robbie Vincent, uh, I used to cherry pick tracks that I really liked. Now, to discover a track and then play it out mm. and see it work is one of the best feelings. It's, mm, yeah. it's, all, it, it, it's up there with having a child for the first time yeah. it's, or, or an orgasm. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's in between the two. Yeah. It's in between the two. Yeah. You know, finding a record playing it and seeing a reaction to yeah, it yeah. Is, is the most amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. Especially I, when you found something, like you say, that absolutely nobody else has got. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like scoring a goal as a footballer, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You, they ask foot, footballers what it's like to score a goal and they yeah. put it up there with yeah, that, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can fact, imagine it's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like you're going for that crowd reaction and then, yeah. you, you know, a footballer gets the goal and they get addicted to that. Everybody look oh, at me, yeah, I'm yeah, the best yeah. person. Trying to find that special weapon. Um, and, and he was on about when he saw uh, Rave coming in and, and, and basically house music he said you know obviously he was an icon and whatever and it was about the now he said it's about the collective it's it is about a DJ or whatever but it's about everybody yeah. mm. being like that instead yes. of one star yeah. adoration blah 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 and, yeah. and like you said when you play that record you get a buzz but you know the crowd oh, and yeah. it was that whole collective a movement funny you should say euphoria. that because this, this actually links into what the kind of era that we're talking about because I've heard before that it was uh, in, in dance music terms it's a relatively modern thing of people actually facing the DJ and yes. the DJ being the centre mm. of attention yeah, yeah. before it was about that collective of everybody yeah, going to yeah, a club yeah. And just dancing. If the DJ yes. put a good tune on, mm. that was a good tune to yeah. dance to. But yeah. it's, it's only been in recent times. I can't remember where I read it. What year? But, but it was just yeah. more of a, it, it became a marketing thing. Yeah, yeah, it, became, it, it became what people expected. There, there was a point prior to sort of I don't know, say 1989 or so, where it, you know it was more about everyone saying. Oh, I love this to their friends who were stood next to them on a yeah, dance floor. It was more about the tune than the DJ. It, it was, though. it was, yeah. it was. But then somebody decided that, that it was it was important to market those people because they could make money out right, of that. Yeah. And then it became much more like, 
a thing to face. Where, yeah. whereas, whereas prior to that, you know, when people played Alison Limerick, Where Love Lives, you know, um, it was just like a, a, an, an instant response of everybody where explosion. a thousand people would yeah. go yeah. boom yeah. and they'd find their hands in the air without yeah. even thinking about it. Yeah. Whereas after a while, it became more about, and, and Ian, I'm sure you'll be able to back me up on this because, you know, you, no. you come, <laughs> because you come, get, you, know, you, you know, in the Scotland scene, the the power of the MC became a huge thing, didn't it? Oh, and, for sure. And some of, the, some of the, let's all worship the DJ and the adulation and everything else was actually generated by, by the, the MC. That's interesting. in the air, you know, yeah. and then everyone's facing the MC because he's at the front. Show and then some you're respect face, for your DJ. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's where really that comes from is, is, is from that yeah, more than anything is. live and direct in the house we bring you number one the dream frequency how's everybody feeling respect to the kill water once again put your hands up being a DJ back then and there the being a conscious movement of it being you providing a, a, a backing track to people's nights oh, out to people actually coming to see 100%. you 100% and at this point I'd like to give a big shout out to uh, MC BMW who was my, oh, yeah. yeah. my MC who, who was I think the perfect MC. He knew when to come in. He knew to when to drop out. Yeah, oh, and he and he was absolutely amazing. Yeah, and uh, oh. because of him, I I I believe that I became bigger because of because of his um, his, his actions and his and his and his voice. I thought I thought he was brilliant. But yeah, the the transition that I remember most of all was between 1989 and 1991. That was for me was the, the two years that that house music really really forged forward and became the force that it is today.
at this point, I wouldn't mind just bringing in Ian on this one. We talked about where Paul came from and what he did going through the Northern Soul thing. Now, I think you came through a slightly different way because from my knowledge of you, you like bands, Newman and people like that. And yeah. also, you know, yeah. you, you've got an engineering background. You worked at British Aerospace, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So, Shall we say at this point that uh, Blandy is Dream Frequency? Blandy is Dream Frequency. He's also <laughs> Dancing Divas. Yes. And he is a boatload of other amazing acts and as well. And he's just uh, come up with a new pseudonym called the Silver Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Schofield tribute act because he's, uh, he's rocking the grey hair. He's actually mocking us because people can't see, but there's uh, this thing like of hair between the. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 apart from yeah. Blandy, who's got a full head and he's just mocking us. He's but, like that. But I actually, yeah, I actually yeah. put the baseball cap on because I thought that before. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's dance music, man. It's glory for us. But, but it, it was interesting, like listening to, to, to Paul, you know, like because, uh, you know, and, and I have. To, uh, you're similar because you've come back, Rob. You're, you, you've come from that kind of soul I, music. I have, yeah. yeah I now, have. I've, I've come. Yeah, it's funny because I come from two different worlds. Because I, I, when I'm listening to Paul talking, yeah. I'm thinking. Oh my god, I totally relate to that because I come out of like yeah. loving that jazz funk sort of like soul See, background. Now, yeah. you, you come out oh. of the you are straight out of the oh. machines, aren't you? <laughs> See, you, you say jazz funk to me and like and, and this is this you're gonna kill me, but I'm a bit younger than us. Oh I, I, <laughs> See to me, I think it was what was associated with jazz funk when I when I was younger, pre-house music. It was going out, and it was I don't know. I just didn't get on with jazz funk. Uh, it was a bit enough, just wish, wishy-washy for me personally. Yeah. I have got a little bit more into, into sort of like retrospectively as you get older, and you think, mm. you know what? They were brilliant tracks. Yeah. yeah, I might you know, but at the time I was more yeah, I was more into Newman, uh, Peshmore, Kraftwerk, Bowie. Do you remember a guy that's been It's true. They got a message from the action man. I'm happy. Hope you're happy too. Going through school and everything, I think everybody feels a bit like alienation. You know, you think I don't really fit in with you, like you, you know, and or, you, or you've got a different perspective. And I think when house music came along, that was just like a marriage in in heaven. It was yeah. just like I don't want to go out on a Saturday night. You know, trying to get a girlfriend, looking to get my head kicked in, and whatever, whatever. There's this brilliant music. People are just into this brilliant music. We're going for that, and it, yeah, it, it was that. So I come through the more electronic route, and yeah, like you, you said, I, I worked at Aerospace. Mm. So like, um, yeah. But I think that makes you a good engineer. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that, that kind of makes sense because you, yeah. you work at aerospace and we're sat in here and it's like a it's like a laboratory. Yeah, yeah, it? it we're actually in Ian Bland's studio for the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. bit but, of reference there. But yeah. but the, the the turning thing was I think I was about nineteen, and you know I was doing my apprenticeship. I had a bit of money in my pocket and. Um, I was just a bit bored and I said, right, I'm going to get a ZX Spectrum. That's how long ago it was. Well, like, yeah. So I need something to just fanny around with, you know, yeah. uh, play some games or whatever. And my mates went, no, no, get this keyboard. I I'm, I've just bought a synthesizer on higher purchase, you know, down down the local music shop. Get, get them, we'll have a bit of a band. So I was like, go on then, I'll have a look. And I got this Casio CZ101. It was just this mini keys keyboard. 
So that would have been about 84 or something wow, like that. Right, okay. So that's a long way back, isn't it? So yeah. then another mate of I mine... I think Rolf Harris had one of them, didn't he? <laughs> 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 you can't mention Rolf anymore. <laughs> Not in the I same tone. <laughs> podcast removed from <laughs> iTunes. Oh, my <laughs> God, our childhood heroes. There's a, there's a whole hour's discussion. That's another podcast. That's another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah, so, so, so like, and I had um, a really good mate who is still still a good mate, and he was really into Gary Newman. So he had like Moog synth and uh, Juno 106 and all that for you. Moog, Moog, yeah. Yeah. Moog. So then we had a little bit of a band, and I was just hooked. I was absolutely hooked. doing like Depeche Mode covers and just panning about and stuff like that and then obviously house music came along so I had to do it making some house really badly I mean really 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 <laughs> badly um, and then do you remember a guy called Gary Hickson on Blackburn he's a good friend of mine I just did an interview with him well, Radio we mentioned this, didn't we? Yeah, yeah Gary Hickson I don't he, see he was a top soul DJ he was a top soul DJ <laughs> but, but, he, but he did a bit of a house night uh, show with you know a bit of house he used to work at Angels with me that's right yeah, yeah. Um, and he kindly said like you know come in and we'll play your tunes or whatnot. and then he had Nick Hawks yeah. um, who went on to say um, the Prodigy, Prodigy yeah, yeah, yeah. XL Positive he's a ledge <laughs> yeah and he's still a really good friend and so I sent and, him up. and manages Chase and Status. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's an awesome guy. Not, not yeah. done that well for himself, and no. <laughs> yeah, he and, and he was also um, kicks like a mule as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Name's not down, not coming in. Yeah, 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 as well. yeah, yeah. He yeah, could yeah. do it for a living if he practiced. It. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so he was on Gary Hickson's show, right? Um, and you know, I was I was taping it like you do, and I thought, oh right, yeah. And he says, oh yeah, I'm looking to set this label up, XL Records. If you've got any tunes, send them in. That's so I sent a tape to to his office and whatnot, and he rang me back. That's pure fate story. That's oh a pure yeah, fate oh, story. listen, Paul, absolutely. Yeah. And he just rang me back, and I couldn't believe it. He rang me back, and the tune I sent was shite, <laughs> and I sent a few more shite ones. Um, and then you know I could get a bit of a relationship going for the next sort of eight months. And I remember being at Aerospace and I'd sent him "Live the Dream," which turned out to be my first release. Uh, and I was on the payphone, form, so it was. I mean, this is pre-mobile. So this is what about nineteen ninety? This would have been eighty-nine, I think. Okay. Eighty-nine. So. Yeah, so I've dashed on the payphone. Yeah, he's Nick there. I've, I've listened to me track. The, the bloody money's running out and all that, and, <laughs> like you do. And um, and then, yeah, he, he's a funny old uh, person, Nick, sometimes. And he's like, yeah, yeah, so uh, <laughs> what do you want me to do with it then? And I was just green. I was like, uh, sign it. And he was like, yeah, yeah, we'll put it out. And then, you know, I got a grand advance. Wow. And it well, what was tune was it, sorry? Live the Dream. Live the Dream. Which. But that's 10 grand in this. In oh, God, yeah. yeah. It was the fact that it was going to be released. And, you know, it, it, yeah, it's Dream Frequency, Live the Dream, if anybody wants to check it out on YouTube. And apparently, is it Paul Cal Brenner? The, he's like a big German techno DJ. He cited that record as being like. The top in the top sixty of the most influential records of the Berlin techno scene. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. 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 things. And yeah. that's just come yeah. out, and I'm like, no way. And then I went on to like pure rabies kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, 
remember playing that record, Paul? Did of course I do, yeah, out, yeah. yeah. We've had the man at uh, Angels and everything. I gave yeah. the first gig. Right. Yeah. So, so oh, okay. we have to say this, yeah, we have to say this. And, 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 and I thank him every, ta- every time I see him, and you know. Well, and Carl yeah. Cox's first gig, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're amongst good, good, good people here. Yeah, so at that time when I was sending off me, you know, rough arse demos to Nick Hawks, Paul was booking us in Angels and we were doing gigs and, you know, sometimes I'd bring a, a, a hip-hop rapper in there. It was meta. I mean, yeah. we weren't the best yet, but... God bless him. He, yeah, Paul put us on. I think he's being modest there. God no, honestly, 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 we, we were. We, no, no, honestly, we were cutting our teeth. You know, when you look back, and yeah, we went down all right and everything, but we were. Yeah, no, thank you. Oh, angels has got. I thank you. I thank you yeah. for for bringing for bringing your skills. To to my club, you know, because <laughs> it, it went on and it went on and it went on. Oh, it was nice. It was top night. For, yeah. top for, night. for, pe- for people that, that sort of uh, don't realise what the history of Angels is, and I mean, maybe there's some people out there that don't realise what the history is, but the thing with Angels is that you were one of the first legal clubs to yes, be able to do absolutely. it. You know, this is the thing is that, 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 that you guys sort of... Um, if you like, not not uh, knowingly capitalised on it, but you came along. For me, it seems like you came along at that time where it went from being in the warehouses um, where it could be like pretty dangerous, really, to yep. even go there and yep. you get nicked and all the rest of it. Yep. And 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 this was somewhere that you could go and you could dance until what two or three in the morning. And it was probably, two, two in the morning time. Then they went you know, to three. You yeah. know, um, but that that was the place where you oh, would then go yeah. for your fix of that music. And like you said. Back in those times, you know, uh, the likes of Carl Cox yeah. uh, would come and play. Okay, and, and, uh, Sasha. And, and even e- yeah. even myself, you know, yes, uh, listening to, yeah. listen to listen to you talking with Ian about that. Yeah. You know, I can remember coming over this side. Twenty five years. Yeah, so. coming back over wow. to this side. This side after doing some stuff in Leeds, and then you giving me my first gigs in Lancashire yeah. that were legal gigs. You know, and and like it was such a meeting place, oh, and it was gosh. one of those places where you couldn't wear orange because you burst into flames. Yeah. It was <laughs> just to interject, just something's just coming to my head. We're only talking to my, my wife Charlotte the other day, and like she she used to club, and she was on about angels. And she thought this this sets the scene of what angels was like because it was a sweat pot when it when you got oh. going. She said this guy was on the dance floor, and he looked up with his with his uh, you know to the ceiling. Tong out, <laughs> tong out, collecting the sweat. <laughs> you were just like, no. I think I've, I've built up a loyalty uh, with, with my, my, my punters because you know, I've always been a hands-on person. I've not been an aloof person where, you know, when, when I've made it, I've, you know, I've turned me back on punters. I've always That's embraced them. All like, if you're into the music, So, so tell us about like obviously this has got us to the early 90s now isn't yes. it and you, you guys have obviously been working with each other you've all been kind of like you've started making house music as for want of a better word you know angels is rocking yeah what, rave, what, rave. Oh. <laughs> 
schools <laughs> me. We're certainly me and you Ian. That's really, it. That's sorry, we, 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 we come oh, straight. Rave. We come straight. Oh, oh, we, we come uh, straight out of the the uh, out of the, yeah, the, rave. the <laughs> We come straight out of the rave rave circuit, really. Whereas, like with yourself, Paul. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry to jump in like that. Ah, but, so uh, this is this goes back. Actually, I know where you're going to go with this because this goes back to our podcast, and you were talking about there was two different types. There was the house music thing yeah. and the raves. Yeah, 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 there was. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I call it retro and old school now. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah really absolutely, do. yeah. Because yeah. uh, the thing is that, yeah, you, you, I think you stayed a little uh, truer to the to the more soulful house music yeah, type of type of music uh, for girls. Around this time, then there was the soulful, the old school, and the retro, the yeah. house music, and the rave scene. Yeah. So you is this kind of like the time that, that retro? Because you said retro started in eighty nine. It started in, in eighty nine in earnest, yeah, and uh, and it was it started on a, fr a Friday night, the last hour on a Friday night, and it, and it quickly grew to a Friday, then it then it grew to a Saturday, and then it just exploded across the north of England. Well, was this at Angels where it's yeah, Angels, yeah, yeah, on a Friday night, and uh, I, I dedicated the last hour of a Friday night to playing music from the last five years which included hip-hop mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, chicago house in uh, uh, acid house uh, because there was a lot a lot of records that bypassed because they came out of america and nobody heard of them so uh, by 1991 uh, retro was booming and it was a, a full saturday night then and, and you know there was 2,000 people turning up at nine o'clock at night wow you know good old days crazy numbers Eight hours. That's <laughs> good going. Eight that. hours. That's it, good it, going. Yeah. Tall trees was. Yeah, eight yeah. hours. Because right. I mean, like tall trees was probably uh, just like uh, angels all those years before had been such a, 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 a spectacle and such a magnificent thing for you it's like um and, and you know everything goes in chapters in your life oh, i suppose absolutely, and yeah. like another chapter to that would have been oh. meeting jimmy uh, jimmy from jimmy and, Javid, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and getting up there how did that? How did that come about? Did you? Did you? you know, was well, that? I, I, explain that. I'm going to mention a guy who I don't like very much. Um, his name was Slim. He, you know Slim. He's from Yorkshire. Yeah, I do. From Bradford. Slim. And right. And he. He, he owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> he owes me shit. <laughs> um, no, he he, in, he brought me up to do a, 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 a gig he was doing up there, and um, the I played, and uh, Jimmy and Javid came up to me and went, wow, um, you played stuff that we've never heard before, um, the classics, um, would you like to have start your own night? I went, uh, yes, of course I would, yeah, I'd, I'd love the opportunity. And we started with, because um, at the time, Toll Trees was quite popular. Mm. It, was, it, was, it was a brand new club and uh, people used to go there and Pete Tong was playing there and all types of people. But it, it went from 3,000 um, people to 
6,000 people in six months. Wow. 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 That's how that's, quickly yeah. it grew. That's how quickly it grew. Uh, um, so the, the, the first year that you did it was what year? Uh, well, it was uh, 80, 18 years ago, so whatever that, whatever that is. So, so 92? No, no, a bit like, no, it was 94, actually. 94. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, you know, uh, that, that particular time was phenomenal wasn't yes. it you oh, know it, it i mean was. that that club it was just uh, you know uh, it was it, it was, well, it, was it, it, it was an amphitheater yeah. which which sort of lent itself to to such a stadium atmosphere but to the soundtrack of house music absolutely you know, which which was quite a rarity i think in those days I, you know I, and there, there and the empire as well for you the as empire well, for, for me for was amazing you know and, you know, I, I love the Empire, what a building it is. But, but with, with Tall Trees, it was the perfectly designed club. Mm. You know, the DJ was, was the pulpit, and, and his congregation was right in front on three levels. No, it was awesome, you know? yeah. All coming down on you, all facing the same way. It was amazing. Wow. I remember uh, Tall Trees. Yeah, good, and, and so many people amazing. are still... still Still grieving for it. Oh, no, yeah, no, we're no. talking about Tall Trees in Yarm, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Near Middlesbrough, yeah. Wow. What would you say was the biggest track that you played there? What's that moment where you played something and you just thought, oh my God, kill kill me what? now? Well, kill me in about 10 minutes' time. Without a shadow of a doubt, Paradise, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Made in Manchester. Yeah. By Johnny J, a good friend of mine. I saw who made Rachel that? McFarlane, was, Rachel McFarlane, who sang in all my Loveland tracks. Was the lead vocalist, and that uh, she, I never knew any yeah, of that. Yeah, she that record epitomizes retro for me. And when I uh, finally die, which might be a good 30 years yet, the way I'm going, <laughs> um, it will be played at, at my uh, and your, uh, at your celebration of your life. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I like that. Can you hear me <laughs> from six foot under? Yeah. You know, and I, <laughs> same guys that wrote the key the secret yes, absolutely. Um, as, as well as they were development corporations yes that's as well. right they're so they did very a talented load of boys stuff, yeah. didn't they they yeah, did very, a yeah. load of other stuff they yeah, were... have a lot of respect for those boys and uh, johnny j is still he, you know he's running schools in manchester for for young kids uh, for music and yeah. stuff like that yeah. a top a top geezer because because we've all kind of worked with those guys as well myself and ian have worked yeah. worked work, work with those guys as well we you know and part of how we know you how we know paul taylor is is through working at pwl we yes. came work there we did a remix of asher jj tribute that's right uh, in 94 Four, I think. What, you uh, and Blandy together? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Okay. We made, we made, a, yeah. made a, a remix of Asher JJ Tribute for Paul. You guys got a lot of history, haven't you, man? Yeah, yeah we, 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 we go back. Back, way back, man. <laughs> I feel like we're a bit out of the gang here. I'm going to turn no. my back on you. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got our, we've got our own cult going. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just tenner a month. <laughs> <laughs> So 
for anyone who doesn't know, sorry to interrupt you, mate. Yeah, uh, yeah. PWL is Pete Waterman, basically. Yeah, Limited, they, yeah. yeah um, and they're stock Aiken and Waterman. Uh, uh, but they had uh, a studio in Manchester on Deansgate, uh, which was an old church, which was which is a wonderful place, mm. and that's where I created Loveland. That's where I created the the, uh, the label Eastern Block. Mm. Uh, we had, you know, my first uh, signing was Atlantic Ocean Waterfall. I which, know what uh, which, which did five hundred thousand units in, uh, in the UK. So, you know, those were great times. And I was designing all because I'm a graphic designer as well, designing all the sleeves for Eastern Block. It was a great period of my life, the best probably, and that was in '94, '95, '96. And the Loveland thing was enormous, like uh, let the music lift you up. Whatever the number one, number one single of 1994. Absolutely brilliant wow. record. And over, the, uh, over the whole year. K-Class also did a, 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 a the original mix right. of, of Lover. Right, okay. Yeah. They did the original mix and they must be credited for that. Yeah. And uh, it was a great mix as well, yeah. really good mix. Sang on the, I Need a Lover Tonight. Yeah, 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 uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. A lot of the, uh, can I just, a lot yeah. of people who were listening to this this podcast will recognise the Lover vocal. Yeah. Uh, certainly from, 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 from my generation. Yes. They did a bootleg of it. Yeah, yeah, they they Paul Van Dyke, JPS found yeah, an angel, yeah, yeah. and it was fucking huge. <laughs>
yeah. When she sang, uh, when, when she first belted out, I need somebody, I cried like a baby. Yeah. When she held that note at the beginning. Mm. You know, I, I said I wanted an intro like Jocelyn Brown, somebody else's guy. Mm. You know, like a like a real slow intro building up mm. before the piano breaks yeah. down. Yeah. And she sang it just like that. I didn't have to prompt her. When you actually see a singer who can oh, sing, it's a phenomenal experience. It is. To close up as well. It is. Talking it is. of which, like you, Ian, uh, working with Debbie Sharp over the years. Yes. You know, like oh, all, yeah. all of the all of your collaborations with her. Uh, you know, where 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 I'm assuming. You know, did you write all the words for that, or did she come with the words? Or no, I think I wrote, I wrote the words. So feel surreal and take me to the top in particular yeah, uh, the, the yeah. two things that, that yeah but uh, i speeded her voice up a little bit as yeah. was per rave custom so yeah, yeah, she, was, yeah. she hates me for that yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely we did it picky and perky so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they are two of the two uh, rachel mcfarlane and, and and debbie you know yeah. they are uh, unbelievable the times that i've been here and worked with debbie yeah, yeah. Uh, that that is that experience yeah. where very rarely uh, obviously we had that when we worked with um marsha ray um, we did the, the the day will come. Yeah, they're some of the only times that I've I've listened to people uh, singing the words that you've written, and it's actually moved you to tears. Where yeah. you just thought, yeah, that yeah you did. You were, you, yes. you, were fi you were filling up. Right? You I was filling up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. was. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
there's, 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 there's something unbelievable yeah. about that experience, being involved well, in music to that level. There's two vocalists I've worked with who's who come close to Rachel. One was Barbara Tucker. Oh, wow, and, and one, Believe it or not, was Lulu. I worked Whoa. with Lulu. Hey. What a beautiful voice and what a beautiful person. Yeah, yeah. That's so it didn't show you the spectrum, isn't it? the wide spectrum yeah. of vocalists. That, yeah. uh, it's crazy from a producer's point of view, the best thing, one, if, you, if you're into vocal tracks, certainly, ra finding a good singer is like gold oh, dust. It? It when, when you've got that one, is you can, the holy Sam, it, it really I, is. Sam, how many times has somebody goes, oh yeah, my sister can sing. Oh, God, oh she's oh, brilliant. Man. She's brilliant. Oh, yeah. She, maybe man. one day it will be. Yeah, yeah. I. I, I mate, if I can with my sister. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible, though. There's so many people who can actually sing, yeah. but when you're, you're a really fucking oh, good singer, when you can yeah, hit those notes, and you can turn something in. Absolutely. Very, very hard thing to find, yeah. man. Yeah. Very hard thing to yeah. find. And there's, yeah. there's not that many people out there can do it. And like you said, Blandy, like the amount of studio times I've done with. Oh my mate can sing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the 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 second release I ever did was a track called Love, Peace and Harmony, and it's, yeah. it's overlooked really because it was kind of a more soul soul to soul type type track. And um, the girl who sung one, it was Denise Johnson who went to sing. Oh, oh Denise, wow. yeah, on, yeah. I'm not sports her for but, years. Yeah, Denise Johnson was a really good scream, vocalist, yeah. but, but she was the same. She yeah. just yeah. And we wrote the these words yeah, and she yeah, just nailed it in two yeah. takes. And it and, and me and the engineer because I used to record in Preston then, and he went Ian. She's the best singer I've yeah, ever yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, we're just gobs open like you were with Rachel. Yeah. You're just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah listen, while we're talking, I, I've said my favourite tune of all time. Why, why don't we? Why don't we go around the room and throw, throw it open? Yeah. Throw it open. Oh, oh god! god. Come on. Oh, you must have, don't be afraid of saying something that you might not think people will agree with. Don't I, I always say, I know what I will. Uh, while you're, if you want to think, I, I will always say, and it's uh, rhythm is rhythm, it is what it is. Yeah. It's not a vocal tune, it's just a Detroit techno yeah. tune. Yeah. But for Good some choice. reason, it's got, it resonates with me because it's, it's that realization, just that time in your life when you're young and you're just thinking, this music is starting to make sense. It's, it it's, is all about timing a lot it's of it. Just, yeah. It just resonates with me making music at yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah, good choice. A difficult you question. You can't choose any Cliff Richards. <laughs> you know, it, I, I think we went over this in, in our previous podcast. If there was one record where I just go, where 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 you have that moment where you go, <gasps> yeah, Jesus Christ! Well, I, all right, I'm gonna now name you two, two. actually as it goes. Like, okay, for a, because we're talking about vocals, I don't think there's very much to touch. Massive Attack.
Right. Uh, I finish yeah. sympathy. If yeah. you want something that will actually yeah, move you to and that, I an excellent is, choice. I agree. With I, that. I I I couldn't go with anything better than that. But if you wanted something that actually was a, that record that made you completely you and five thousand people jump out of your pumas on yeah, a dance yeah, floor, yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. it had to be. Um, Quench dreams. I knew you were going to choose that. Oh, you know it. That, that is but a That's tune, because yeah, I'm, I yeah. have to remain faithful to that because no, no, that's yeah. I have never seen the, a record well, I think the best, so, in the so best, many scenes yeah. destroy yeah. a dance floor. I think the best trance tune ever. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. It no. certainly set a set a bit of a bar yeah. and it set up a whole movement. I mean, we we touched on this, didn't that that yeah. source synth riff and everything. It just wow. it probably spawned hard trance as we know it. Yeah, yeah. it made me cry that record. It used to make me cry. Absolutely did because it had emotion as yeah. well. Yeah. Like there, there was like a. I'm getting gooses thinking. Oh, about yeah, as well. Well. thinking about it. There was like a seven-inch edit of it on the twelve-inch that, that was like it's about three and a half minutes long. That that started with an intro and ended on those on on the door yeah. It was just oh. like, it's like pure perfection on a piece of vinyl. Yeah. So if you want something that actually, cre you know, created just that kind yeah. of like. Let's slip, let's, yeah, let's slip it in. Yes. So I've got different memories attached with different music and yeah. like, you know, I'll tell you one big record and you might mock me for saying it, but um, it was Eric Pritt's Call On Me. You know, uh, with the thing. Because, yeah, because simply because it was... nothing wrong with that track no, at all. It, it was the first, no. it had just come out and it was um, it was just coming out when the first time, the time I went to a yeah. Yeah. and it will always forever remind me of being stood in the on the terrace at Space. Yeah. And yeah. Because of, I've said about this on Facebook before, but the emotional attachment you get to music sometimes, mm. but it reminds mm. you of a time and a place. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You, 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 straight you, back yeah, you can literally, I can re remember the people I was hanging around with, yeah, the smells, yeah, the sounds, yeah, what yeah, else I was doing yeah. with my life around all that your time. Senses. Exactly, all your, yeah. it's a total emotional experience. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I mean, I've got many different charts to do that, but yeah. I mean, that's that's the one that... Yeah. The production on that record oh, mate, is, 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 is Very clever as well, yes. taking that Phil Collins thing and turning it into a big fucking dance floor And what about the video? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is that. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't my favourite one more time. <laughs> I don't know, 
I mean, Lauren Garnier, man with the red face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. time. yeah. You know Lauren Garnier, and you work with him as well, haven't you, Ian? You've, uh, yeah. You were, funnily I, enough. I, yeah, I knew Laurent, you know, way back. He, he took us to Paris to do... Is it Laurent Garnier? Laurent. Laurent Garnier. So he used to come over, DJ, and then I met him at Chaos in Leeds at about 1990. Really nice man. He was really awesome. Nice. Oh, man, he is. Wicoxie, he is. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm go from fucking six, seven hour sets and go from disco all yeah. the way through yeah. to fucking yeah. techno. He was amazing. DJs that, that I saw um, being able to cut one track to the next. You know, so he'd be playing a track and then he'd just cut across into into another riff. You know, yeah. so he'd yeah. seem to say, it's coming. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. everyone would be like, ah! Yeah, and then he'd just yeah, go, and then back yeah, into the yeah, other yeah, track. Yeah. And he'd keep doing it, and it, it's so that you'd just be thinking, yeah. here it comes. And, and, and that that caught on with a lot of DJs. Yeah, so yeah. That, I yeah. know where Dimitri from Paris was similar, mm. where, yeah. where, he, where he would just ch chop and change when he wanted. And yeah. uh, that was a, that was the beauty he, of his yeah. skills. He, he's eclectic knowledge of dance music. I mean, if you ever listen to his current show now, he's plays every genre. But he used to come, he used to do the gigs. So he, he took us to Paris, did some gigs in this little uh, gig club called the Luna which was just mental um, and then became really good friends in the early 90s and then yeah he did his first record ever at my house and, wow, he, and he put really? it on a, he really? put it on wow. a, yeah and he put it, he put it in a little <laughs> 70 texting bamboo bridge in Preston and he and he put it on a tape and played it at the fucking quadrant park that night oh, and really? some acid track and then we did an EP together and stuff wow. like that. Hey, what, what a great, great collective of, 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 of sounds we just come up with there oh, yeah, 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 really yeah. good really good <laughs> it's mental isn't it how things everything connect I mean that dance music well, they, they just did so didn't they yeah, absolutely that's what I mean. did didn't they it's absolutely bonkers such a small industry and such a small scene and everybody's yeah. like yeah. everybody's connected in some way yeah. absolutely absolutely Fucking crazy so so like going back to where, where we were in, in terms of like the timeline of, yeah. of, of like the, the history of, uh, of your guys careers we're, we're around like the mid 90s now you, you're, you're rocking retro now is retro yeah. taken over as your main point of focus or uh, uh, and, uh, uh, well it always will uh, it has I mean uh, people have offered me uh, lots of money to to buy the brand and I've never let go it's my baby yeah it's never leaving my arms and, and you know I'll, I'll I will go to the grave with 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 retro it still inside me nobody's having it and uh, <laughs> but um, yeah but but uh, at the same time I uh, 
I, I almost resent being pigeonholed as a classics DJ, mm. which is why I've always tried to re-evolve retro and bring in tunes from maybe that, that, that were missed out five years ago, not 25 years ago, mm. and bring them in and, 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 and keep with them. And, you know, like Tall Trees was famous for that. We'd play a Woody Van Aden track, which was uh, never, never big, but because I stuck with it, he sold 200,000 copies of yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So things like that, Gus Gus, you know, David, stuff like that. They weren't absolute classics as in the, in the sense of Bizarre Rink or Such a Good Feeling or whatever, but we, we I used to evolve uh, retro because I didn't want to be too pigeonholed as being a classics DJ. And I actually do love playing new music as well. point of yeah. why we're all getting yeah, together yeah, again exactly. you know uh, when we're going to do this gig the the the, the rock serum and friends which thing, is on know, the 28th of may by the way <laughs> the way of of may, yeah. ticket selling fast yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a sunday and we're, we're starting early by the way <laughs> <laughs> but 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 that was the the entire point so you're going to play in the main room um, and you know we're going to be looking to you to play that kind of newer yes, stuff as well and then you've got your you, then you've got your own room entirely yeah. um, and and it's going to be the same sort of thing it's going to be a mishmash yeah. of, of the two things and, and right. we actually want it we actually want it to be um, as future retro as you yeah. want it you yes. want, want it to be because yeah. i think that, that that's very important the marriage of the two things because the sound work Perfectly hand in hand. I mean, you know, yeah. in the in the main room. Thanks at the for last saying that, Rob. I agree. Yeah, that, that, that's a, that, that's a very good statement. That's exactly what we did. Yeah. You know, we, we tried to make it so that, that there was a, a marriage between the two things yeah. um, because you know. Um, it just works so well that way because we don't want to hear old stuff all the time. You want to hear it. Yeah, you want to, everybody loves that experience of that like that moment when we all first heard that one record where you just think, oh, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, what yeah. a tune. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. I must own that. Yeah. So, as, a, as a DJ, like, well, as anybody, the first time you hear a big track, mm. it, it's it's a bit of a moment. But as a DJ or a creative person, mm. when you hear someone else playing that one, what the fuck? Like, that's what? scramble to that? the DJ yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is that? Give you know, you, you know, you, you, everybody wants to have that, and that's what we want to try to do with what we're going to do. You know, we we want it to be a. a I've mentioned the word before, but a schmoggers board of the whole lot. Yeah, schmoggers board. Where's this word come from? Never heard it before. I've like it twice now. <laughs> what is a Sweden? Sweden. What? It's ah. like a a, a a a plate of many different types of food. Meats. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> various meats, basically. Yeah. Various meats. It's where Zlatan comes from. It is indeed. It is. Yeah. So yes. so you obviously you're, you're bringing the. Um, the retro brand back to Leeds for this event. Yes, and, uh, Blandy's, play, yeah, Blandy's playing in your room. When was yeah. the last time you played for retro? 
Uh, I think it was at, now then, it was at the warehouse in Victoria Warehouse, I think. Uh, yes, it was, you're it right. Was, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Manchester. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, wicked. And how long ago was that? Was that uh, like? four, four, three, four years ago? Right, was okay. it? God, now in my head, I'm thinking that's two years ago. No, no, that's no, when no. time's it's, just it's going. It's going three years ago. I remember. Yeah, I was there that night, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, you were there that night. Yeah, I was there that night, yeah. Yeah, I think it was about three years ago. We're getting the band back together, man. All of a sudden, the Blues Brothers attire comes back out. Yeah, the whole lot. Yeah, with the warehouse and with with us all working together, you know that's why that's why we've come a calling for 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 retro to be there yeah. because it needs to be back in Leeds it and, does. and, and, it does. and at that place I miss Leeds and at that place in particular, I think it will it will work great in there. Yeah. I really do. You know, do. Uh, now's the time to yeah. get back there I mean, and the do something. The warehouse good. as well, the, the venue. Awesome. Oh, by by the way, because we're playing in that warehouse space. Um, I have to say to, to all retro punters out there, if you are coming to this event, you have to buy your tickets early because it can only hold 400 in that, in that yeah, space. But it, so, and we're expecting it to be busy. We're, you know, we're, yeah. God uh, willing, you know, we're playing the right direction. The main room is huge, uh, but we're in the small room, which I really like because we, uh, you know, I, I love small venues. Yeah. And it's it's all brick, red brick, and it is like a warehouse. It's going to be cool in there. But, but if, if, retro, if retro people are going to come, Grab your tickets early, folks, because uh, they, they, you know you will be disappointed if you can't get in that room. Mm. Well, the, the, the thing is, as well, we wanted to elaborate on this event, and you know, it's that oh, time yeah. we'll say well, that it could go as, as big as we want it. Well, the oyster, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. The, the, this time next year we'll be doing parties on the moon. <laughs> 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 but no, you know there, there is scope for you know. Yeah. Or, we, we, or in the Isle of Man, maybe. Well, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> big scene there. Big scene there. But no, you see, you know, I think this coming together of people of all the different sounds, and I think mm. what what certainly interests me from a clubbing point of view is, and and also from a from a promoter point of view and a DJ point of view, is this coming together of different sounds. You know, I get very bored now of going to a night where it's just one style of music. Yeah. And there's no there's no movement. There's no progression. There's no different room you can go in and find a different type of music. Yeah. And I've been I've been so involved in the, the hard house scene for so many years that it's been very very hard house hard house hard house and it's like well you just you just want to step away from that a little bit and yeah. i think i think there's a lot of people out there who are feeling the same way yeah, and for I sure think so. you know, for yeah sure. i think i think that you know the multi-genre thing is a is a is a great way forward yeah, yeah. you know because the thing is that, that that some of our crowd is a little bit older now but everybody's coming back out again yeah. you know I mean, yeah. we're going to things you know we're all playing at, at, at various events obviously with the retro stuff that you're yeah. doing yeah. and also with rejuvenation that Cy Freight, who's playing yeah, for us yeah, as well yeah. is involved in you know um they're so busy and 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 we've all got such a diverse uh, taste yes. that you want it to be that you can go into any room yeah. and think oh, i love this yeah, i don't want to leave this room you know when can i go in the room i don't want to get in the room yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, you want it to be like that and yeah. i think that's that that's what's gonna gonna have such a great appeal to so many people and to that end as well ian um so you're going to be doing dream frequency and dancing divas together and we haven't even touched on and I hope you don't mind. I wouldn't mind delving a little bit into that as well, because yeah, yeah. your history and uh, it doesn't just stem from doing uh, from doing Dream Frequency. After that, probably in ninety five, ninety six, um, yeah. you started working doing uh, uh, yeah. uh, dancing. I, th I think Divas. it was at, uh, tail in the ninety four. And Nick Worthington was my A and R man at Yeah, because XL. because you started the same year as me. Exactly. Yeah, Lo yeah. Loveland and yeah. Dancing Divas had a very similar sound. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I had a release out, and I think I think it was Richard at XL went to suggest, well, why don't Nick come up? And then we just thought, oh, we got on so well that we said, oh, we'll come up with Dancing Divas. <laughs> 
So what was the first mix that you did? The first two mixes mm. were Baby D, Let Me Be A Fantasy and I Love You Baby. And I remember <laughs> going I to Ballers. I, I, don't, I don't know those tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Are they so, B-sides? So, yeah. <laughs> Bargain bucket. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, I remember, do you remember the point? I went to Ballers to see you play. No. You, you were playing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do because and, I remember. And played you. Mate, in mixed getting... golf the, on a tape, you... right? You check these two out, and you were like, "Nah." Yeah, 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 yeah. I came, I came, met you in the car park of bowlers, and uh, right. and you played like, soft flashing lights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you played, you played me. Let me be your fantasy, it, and, and then I love you, baby. And the, 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 like one track after the other. So, so they, no one had heard him apart from him and Nick. And then, I, then he sat me in the car and said, "What do you think of these two? I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Well, the first, <laughs> the first remix we did was kicking in the beat okay like a remix of yeah. Pamela Fernandez yeah and I think Pete Tong made it his essential new record now I'd kill for that now but at the yeah. time you know just yeah. be like yeah yeah and you also did um, uh, the um, Donna Giles thing as well was that you no you know what that, that, what, that. Was, that, that just, was that just Nick that was just Nick with Johnny L yeah yeah I wish I had ah, done so that that's, that's a right that, tune right yeah. okay so he was he, he was one half of da Dancing Divas and he did that and then tune. he did that because yeah. Johnny L was on XL ah got you right yeah. okay but it's weird when you look back because like we played them two tracks we didn't know that that was going to be a bit I mean the original I'm not just saying the original was shite <laughs> it was you know we were really not, not, uh, not a baby D of the original I love you baby yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a pop tune, wasn't it? Yeah. It was an out-and-out out pop tune. Yeah, but I remember doing the riff, and and it took me about two hours to come up with a riff. So you and wrote the dun 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 Yeah, and I, I actually now remember, yeah, I can still remember, going to Nick, saying, I think that's all right, isn't it? <laughs> but, you, but you do, I, yeah. you know, I, I think I probably got that riff off, off one of the old... Dun, 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 you know, one of yeah. the old Chicago-y yeah. things, but it just fell into... It's, it's mad, but, but you know what it gets my goat? Um, you created a, 
a monster there. Mm. And without you, it wouldn't have been a monster. Yeah. So are you a producer or are you a songwriter as well when, you, when it comes to remixing tracks? Oh, crap. Yeah, because you will always be called a, 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 a remixer or a, a reproducer. I don't like, I'll be honest, I don't like being called an engineer. Because mm. to me, an engineer is, you know, if you go way back, he's just... Turns operating press, the gear. Press the tape, put the compressor on, you know, and yeah. I, I feel I'm more of a producer, really, yeah, because you are. But I, I, I always say in, in my credit, in my yeah. credits, uh, re, remixed and reproduced yes. by Loveland, yeah. by whoever, mm. by Paul yeah. Taylor, whatever. Yeah. Uh, because it deserves that accolade. Mm. I, yeah, think, right I think later on, Paul, we actually nick that phrase off you guys. <laughs> we thought, that's a really good phrase, that. <laughs> reproduced. Yeah, yeah, that's a great phrase. Yeah, but you, never, you never got any points for it, you never got any royalty points. Well, on that particular one, I would kick myself because I mean, with you know, I didn't really have a business head on as such, and Nick, it, it was a bit of a grey area because it was an XL re record, you know, it, it was signed to XL, so we should have got points on that, yeah, and we got points on the for next sure. one, which didn't do so well, yeah, but we should have got points. When, when you talk about points just for the people, oh, you mean, sorry, yeah, royalty, yeah, so, so for instance, now if we'd have points on that, on you know, that I love you, baby, we would be, you know, every radio play, I will be getting a certain yeah, amount yeah. of cash get a on that radio yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't, we got 1,500 quid for doing it. Yeah. But the plus side, it opened the doors to a shitload of yeah. remixes. Because so. how, how it works normally, just for the people listening who don't, who don't know about this kind of stuff, a remix is normally a, a one-off fee. Yeah, you get a and fee. And a producer yeah. gets a royalty, yeah. an original writer, sorry, gets a royalty but, of, of yeah, the yeah. But in essence, me and Nick yeah. actually, yeah, actually wrote, wrote, actually wrote, wrote that. That does stick in your craw. Yeah, God, I can imagine. You guys, um, I, I've remixed over 80 tracks. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and 10 of them have been made into radio edits. Yeah. For the, we, we're the official radio editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, never paid a penny more. Yeah. No. And that, that, that is a track that took the, the that, that mix took the track into the top 10 wow. sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know? Which a bit is, like uh, Armin Communication, we did that yeah, as, yeah. Yeah, as Quake, because we were, me and Ian were Quake as well, as, as I'm sure a lot of people know. Um, you know, uh, the, 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 yeah, that, that was number 11 in the national charts, yeah. And, and yeah, there was, no, there was no extra to come from no. that whatsoever. No, they tucked us up, lads! They tucked <laughs> us up! <laughs> you, you signed a small print. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, I know. a couple of other areas as well uh, about the same time we were talking before about love lamp yeah. um, uh, which obviously with the, the music lift you up and so many other things and you worked with um you work with inner city yes. and so many other artists yeah. as well so your association was with uh, it was with mark wasn't it, it was uh, mark, with Hadfield mark Hadfield and, and paul waterman and was mark, our engineer, mark Hadfield yeah. was also lucid <laughs> yes as he well was. as what other stuff has he done over well he, he was rhythm quest it was rhythm quest well, yeah closer to all your dreams yeah. oh my uh, word and, and that's when i discovered him because yeah. he played at angels and i went you've got a talent mate come to my studio and that's right. how that's how it worked and that's how loveland was formed. right okay so, right, yeah. very very talented man and mark if you ever listen to this you are my god
the best off. drug programmer I have ever met in my it's life. It's top I man, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, funnily enough, uh, uh, talking of associations and and now uh, everything sort of crosses over. Um, our track was released on the same record label as Lucid on the very oh, same really? day, right, right. and it was a choice between like the day will come or Lucid right. can't help myself. Yeah. Wow. And the thing is that that record was unbelievably yeah. good. just one of those things where the two of you got together the chemistry was right oh, that, that you yes. brought what you know you yeah. brought the 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 the, the ideas and yeah. he he yeah. could actually transform those he, ideas he could read my mind see <laughs> he could read my mind it, yeah. it, it's funny because like me and you have just done a, a remix yes. together haven't yeah, we yeah. you know for rat pack yeah um and, and when i was with you we had this conversation and yeah. it felt like i'm not saying i'm mark but it's that kind yeah. of i think it's a special relationship no, it was it was, a very similar situation yeah, yeah. and it's the same with me and nick Nick would be the head, he, he would know what he wants and all that, and then I'd be doing stuff. And like you say, you know, yeah. when we were working, you do things, you think, I was just fucking thinking that. Yeah, there's no better feeling <laughs> than working with a producer that, that when you're working with, or, or working with someone in the studio. Yeah. I mean, I, I do it, I, I'm not a, when, I, when I'm in the studio, I don't, I, you know, I know bits about the programmes and the interfaces mm. and stuff, but I'm not very hands-on. But then when you're working with someone who is hands-on and you can translate the idea, and it's yeah. such a good synergy, because man. Magic. 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 Synergy is a good word. Yeah. And similarly, word. I've got to say, and similarly, from a producer's point of view, it's fucking great to work with somebody yeah. like Paul, Rob, yourselves, because they'll tell you to do things or say, oh, what about that? And you think, Come out from outside I'd the box. never yeah. think yeah. of doing yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, And also yeah. have a sounding board as well, because I know that from yes. speaking to a lot of producers and also producing a little bit myself, you can get too locked into it and without, yeah. you know, you don't a bit modest a there, if you don't mind us saying, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> Sam produces with Ben Keane and they are tough London. Yes. And you yeah. are rocking it out at the moment. Yeah. I know yeah. you're doing stuff on Tool Room Record. I produce a little bit, me. Oh, yeah. I think you'll be even more like, we were on the stag that your stag do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I said to you, didn't he? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, tough London. And he's told me before, but I never listened. Anyway. And then oh, he, he never went, listened. And then he just went, fucking tough London. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I've bought loads of your stuff yeah, on there. Yeah, I yeah, gravitate yeah. to all your yeah, stuff. Yeah, thank you. Looking like a star to me. 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 relationship with Ben don't you with yeah the, with yeah, yeah where, I've, I've where, had where you sit in that in the seat that that Paul sat in and yeah, I sat in yeah, with Ian yeah. and also uh, Nick Worthington sat in with Ian had, where yeah. where you bring that extra thing to the table I've, that that gives it that definitely yeah. I've had it twice with, with with I've been lucky enough to have it twice I've had it with I've, with Ben with Ben at the moment doing the tough mm. London stuff and then I had it with Paul yeah, Maddox on yeah. the entirety stuff and like I'll be forever proud of the the other house that mm. we did together. And yeah. sometimes when you're just vibing with someone and you just yeah. you know you, you end up both and you sat up there like that and you stood up and like <laughs> I don't know why I stood up there because everybody can see it, but you know we were hugging each other. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Such a good I'm telling the rest though for Silver Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Silver Fox man. No, but it is I think the yeah. ultimate partnership in writing music is yeah. is 
a producer yeah. and um, you know a, a, crea- a, a, crea- a creative yeah. person who, uh, almost who knows most, exactly what he wants yeah yeah. yeah. Or, and, and so they, oh have you checked this tune out though or whatever or, or, or the, this keyboard sound yeah. you sound yeah. right yeah. here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. or bringing like you just mentioned bringing the, the right music in to inspire the yeah. person Absolutely. that control like, so yeah. have you heard all this so yes. the ammo definitely. yeah I mean inspiration is, is such I mean massive you know, part it's certainly I mean going back to the Northern Soul stuff it's inspired all the early house Absolutely. music. Yeah. Early house music is inspiring all the modern day house music. Yes. So if you listen to all the modern day house music, it's all night is inspired. Yeah, all it is, it's totally, it's, it's all it's fucking totally cycles, it's man. Totally it all just goes back round. It's, it's, it's crazy. It man. is. Uh, and also, equally, one thing that we haven't touched on. So, we talked about you playing uh, in uh, in Paul's room, in the retro room, but you're also going to get the old yeah. uh, get the old trance uh, trance uh, yeah, weapons yeah, yeah. Trance out pants. as well. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, get your trance pants on and, play, and do a quake quake PA with myself as well and uh, on the 28th do, of May at the warehouse <laughs> you and do loads of light and you know you're gonna gonna play play some of the big tunes live yeah uh, and we're gonna have vocalists there as well yeah. so we're gonna we, we, we're gonna have uh, Trixie there to do yeah. all the vocals yeah. for the day will come yeah. and for stay and for all the stuff that we've done from that era and, yeah. and we're also gonna sort of you know dig, dig out a few of the, the trance remixes that we've done like um, uh, like the arm in communication and Ralph Fridge Angel yeah, and, and and all of those tunes. Oh, it's going to be a feast of fun, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just thinking in this room, what a bunch of guys that, that have got together. You guys! You know, you know, we're all group hugging right now. <laughs> you know, we're very, there's very, some great talent in this room right now. No, it's been you good, it's I mean? been good yeah, fun. It's been, it's been a long time in the I, making I, and it's, it's quite yeah. refreshing. And the other thing is, is what I like about the 28th of May at at the uh, at the warehouse in Leeds is that there are no big names. Yeah, we, there's we're, no big names. We just just want to keep it to to people that have got yeah. got solid talent yeah, from over like the years. Like you said, friends. Yeah, yeah, friends. You know, well, it's Rob and friends. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we we were talking about this actually before we press record on the podcast, and it's it's so important to have people that you actually enjoy working with mm, around yeah. you and it translates yeah. into it the does. experience that people have yeah. when they come to yeah. the night because it does it brings that sense of community from yes. the top right to the bottom Absolutely. to the glass collectors to yeah. the people on the dance floor and yeah. you've got a sense of a family then and yeah. that's the biggest Honestly, thing well, yeah. one of the yeah. things that i took away from doing um the gig that we did the last time and and also from i've done one previously down in london with the pure guys um and one thing that I, that I absolutely loved about it was seeing people meet each other for the first time who you think to yourself, I know you're going to be friends. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They've listened to me for all those yeah, years, yeah. but they've not met a, a whole boatload of other people yeah. who, who come from a different walk of life or come from a different area. And when they're stood on the dance floor together and they make that connection for the first time, you know, and I'm, that, I'm not trying to be cheesy in any no, way. No, no, it's, it it's literally, real. It's real. It, it actually yeah. does make that, those totally friends, the that. friendships that they forge has been something else. When I speak to people on the phone and they say, your mate Ian, he's a dark bugger, isn't he? He's yeah, so yeah, much fun. Yeah. I, I speak to him every week, or you know, or you know, all the all of those people. That I've got a whole bunch of people who came up from Bournemouth who've met some people that I know from the Durham area, you know. And now 
they they want to meet somewhere in Birmingham. That's you know, brilliant. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and that is the one thing that I, I it's, a, it's a byproduct that I didn't actually expect to, 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 well, mu- music, to come about. Music brings that. Beautiful. You're like, you're like the Seal of Black of Rave, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> She's dead now, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you another. He took over. Blind rave. Blind rave, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you another thing as well. I'll tell you another thought just on that tip as well. Mm. Imagine from all the tracks you guys have been talking about over the years, imagine how many hundreds of thousands of people you lot have made oh, happy what? with oh, that music. Imagine how many, no, no, imagine how many emotional moments, you know, like when you've been still and that's when you're like, oh, like, like oh, we've been talking about. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a really, bringing happiness into someone's life is probably the best feeling and doing it, it for is, something it you is, have created. Yeah, that is, yeah, that that is, a, that is actually good. what you're supposed to get into it for. I mean, yes, it is, some it people really do forget and think that it's about making money and all the rest of it. I actually thought the whole thing about DJing or performing and making Music yeah. is, that, is, is that is that moment yeah, where you yeah. think, I wonder what they like. Yeah, <sighs> I reckon they love good, that's this. A sign of a good yeah. DJ. Boom! That's what it's all about for, for me, and yeah. I know that's the case for you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's the case for you, Ian, well, as well, because you yeah. are like uh, in terms of doing the PA stuff, like the um, when you've done all the stuff in Scotland, mm. you get them climbing the walls, don't you? It's like a raw energy that, oh, that, 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 that is beyond anything. It yeah. really is. Still, you know, yeah. It's because of Hadrian's Wall, I think. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's, it's not allowed out when we're not allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the Irish are the same, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Going for it. It's brilliant, man. But you're right, though, mate. It's um, it's all about entertaining. And all this, like, real DJs, you vinyl. Well, no, real DJs met people dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling. Whatever no, format. Whatever format. Like. Just before we wrap up, actually, um, going forward, I just wanted to also ask you guys, so what, what have you got coming up? Yeah. So, Paul, what, what have you got coming up well, in, in got, terms of retro events? What, what, I, I've got what's, some, what's the plan? Well, I've got some amazing events coming Plug up. Away, actually, man. I'm, glad, I'm glad you asked me. because We'll put um, some backing music on now. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> we, we have, not, not so far from here, only five minutes away, we have uh, uh, um, an event called History of House and Blackburn, uh, which is exactly what it says on the mm-hmm. tin. And, and it, it, it's it's 60% sold out already yeah. Yeah. for seven weeks to go. That that's on wow. the tw- 29th of that's April. Awesome. 
I've also got another Retro Beach Festival coming up, which is on my birthday, last, my sixth, last one my sixtieth birthday. <laughs> I'm not afraid to tell anybody that, and that's in August, but we can't tell the date yet. It's coming out on, on Sunday. We're doing another Tall Trees re reunion up in the northeast. Uh, and, uh, which you know, venue is that at, mate? Uh, probably going to be at Rainton Meadows, which is near Sunderland, because right. we've done two there before. Awesome. And uh, obviously we've got the warehouse coming up, which is which is very special. And, and all my other oh, regu regular, regular gigs, yeah, which awesome. which keep on coming. Uh, what's the Facebook? Is it facebook.com forward slash? Uh, it's a, it's a Paul Taylor, DJ Paul Taylor, Re Retro HQ, and just Retro Group. Uh, there's four of them awesome. and they're all well attended and uh, they are all solid fans as well <laughs> full, on, full on database <laughs> what's, yeah. uh, what's yeah. what you've got coming up here um, similar to Paul, I've got lots of uh, PAs, um, Dream Frequency and Dancing Divas. I do a lot of DJing. I've got a gig in Scotland for my local ear of Ultrasonic called 1994, which is a brilliant night, by the way. <laughs> um, that'll be off the off the hook. And then the week after, I'm doing the Preston PAs too at uh, Preston Guildhall. Uh, and that's busy as well. Dance decade, really yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had the first one, that was really good. And we're doing the first ever Dancing Divas PA. Um, so I've got like this wicked singer lined up, and there's a guy Luke Neptune. I don't know if you've seen him. Hang on, videos. Minute, you're doing the first ever dancing, dancing Divas, Divas PA. Yeah. And how long have well, you been wow. doing dancing Divas for? Oh, since, since the early nineties. Yeah, yeah. So, so, how so, come it's so we've turned it into to, to a PA. So I've got like this guy um, Luke Neptune. He's so talented. So we're like. We've re re redone all our remixes. Yeah. Replicated them all. So, so for instance, like he's, you know, Prince Good Life. Yeah. You know, he, I've got Luke on it, and he's on his, you know, talk box. Mm. He's going, Good yeah. Life. Oh, I can't do it. Cool, yeah. But yeah, he's gonna be, he's gonna be really good. So I've got that on the twenty. I can't see my calendar. The twenty fifth of this month, and then yeah, just various gigs after that. Um, uh, I'm still doing my maze on records label and a few and you, other. And you still engineer for a lot of people as well. You well, yeah, uh, here at your studio, yeah. you, you 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 work with all sorts of different people and you teach people as well, don't yeah, you? Yeah, so I do tutorials. I've had you know I've just got a recent one on producer tech, um, which is nice. how to make tech tech house you know for what it's worth and um, a loop masters. Uh, and then if yeah, I've got my own website www.blandystudio.com. So if you want to come and make a track or get taught, that's what I, that's what I do. It's awesome. Also, my awesome. awesome. well done, mate. Well, I would recommend that actually, from just from what you've said. If anybody doesn't, oh, is into making music, doesn't want to book into <laughs> after what we've just been told, then yeah, I think that I would down. say that would be a good <laughs> yeah, move yeah, for yeah, anyone. You know, the good thing is, it's only fifty quid a day. Has yeah. <laughs> 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 it gone up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a pay rise! <laughs> what was it? I thought it was a fish and chips up. <laughs> 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 yeah, so so yeah, we we've all got loads going on, haven't we? Yeah, but, but we're yeah. looking forward to this one. This yeah, will be so awesome. The, obviously, just again, it's the, the reason why we are here. The reason you have just sat through two hours of us <laughs> ranting on about all sorts of stuff is because we are all coming together in Leeds on the twenty eighth of May at the warehouse for Rob Tazera and friends. There will be three rooms of music, including house, classics, retro, old school, hard house, trance, anything else. If it makes you dance, we'll be playing it, basically. Yeah, we will be. Um, everything. Yeah. And there'll be some of the soundest people on earth. And yeah, you will yeah. get to see us, have a drink. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's going to be good times, man. Yeah, so. sure, have a round of applause. Yay! Yay! Thanks, guys. Honestly, absolute pleasure. Yeah, we'll look forward to seeing you there. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, go to Skiddle, get your tickets, and we'll see you on the 28th of May.
Rob to Sarah and friends. Bank Holiday Sunday, 28th of May at the Warehouse Leeds. The biggest Bank Holiday Sunday party with some of the soundest people on earth. Three rooms of classics, house, old school, trance and hard house featuring retro, rave on and more. Extremely limited tickets available now from Skiddle or more on the door. Rob to Sarah and friends. Bank Holiday Sunday, 28th of May at the Warehouse Leeds. The biggest Bank Holiday Sunday party.